Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I love it. Half the stuff I'd say There's comes a, yeah. out and people make clip notes on it. Half the it's stuff. Jalen Hurts. Better than Dak Prescott. Bro, I said that two and a half months ago. Had his brother on the air. And you were a hater for it. And, and I was a hater. Hater. Now not a, now those guys are You know what's crazy? When you, when you first and you early. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I tell people. Anybody can be a prisoner of the moment. I've always been somebody that predict what I see and see what's going to happen, right? Yeah. Remember, remember we had the whole beef about Kyler Murray. I said he was an eye guy year one. Yep. And then tried to get it, they tried to eviscerate me out there in Arizona and I got into a beef with one of your close friends. And then two years later, he has to call me and apologize that I was right. I, was I know Gambo. I was right. Gambo I know, out I, in Phoenix. I know I was right. Yep. I knew I was right when I said it. Mm-hmm. Because I, I've been around this game my whole life. Been around I see patterns. Guy, guy. I know personality traits. Yep. I understand body language. Right. I know a leader when I see one. I know a follower when I see one. And I know a guy that's capping. Mm-hmm. A guy that's lying and being something that they really ain't, but they fronting in front of the peoples. I see through all that. So when I said that, okay, Jalen Hurts was better than Dak Prescott, everybody thought I was crazy, right? Now, when I say Daniel Jones is just as good as Jalen Hurts, people look at me like I'm the hater. Okay, what were we saying about Dak Prescott before Amari Cooper got there? He was just a guy. That's what I had to make a trade for a first-round draft pick for a guy. They had to get him a weapon. What were we saying about Jalen Hurts last year? That he had to still prove himself. They had two first-round draft picks they were going to get rid of. And you said that that so, was their insurance just in case it didn't work out. You're not sure, so you're going to hold on to those picks. And then they went out and they got him a weapon. Yeah. So And he had a great season. And what I'm saying still is, having one. this is the best Jalen Hurts will ever be. Because as soon as he's... You think right now is his peak. Yes. It's why? All, it's all downhill from here. Why is, he, why is right now his peak? Because he's, because he's a second-round draft pick. So that means that they only have his rights for four years, not five. You don't have a fifth-year option right. on that guy. Mm-hmm. So that means eventually you got to start looking at guys over there on that bench and gotta say, who are we taking away? Mm-hmm. Who are we going to lose? Right. Who are we going to graduate? And right. the reason why his window may be a little open, a little longer than maybe Dak or some of these other guys is simply because they have one of the best general managers that stockpiled two first-round draft picks. Howie Roseman. And if they hit home runs on mm-hmm. that, then that means they can reshuffle the money. This is what you guys need to understand in a cap sport. It's about the redistribution of money. So when you look at, like, the Giants, for instance, it's a redistribution of money. Dexter Lawrence was cute. It was great. He was a a first-round draft pick, but he's relatively cheap because he's on a rookie deal. Mm -hmm. Now he graduated. Now you got to pay him a bunch of money. So now you say, okay, where can I redistribute funds? Uh, Leonard Williams, two and a half sacks. We don't really pay – we don't let our highest paid player on the team get two and a half sacks and be the highest paid player on the team. We got to have a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I see. And when you look around the league, that's what's going on. So when I say that Daniel Jones is just as good as Jalen Hurts, environment matters, and he won't maybe won't get a chance to prove that if they if they don't do a good enough job in drafting well 
and Daniel Jones recognizing and realizing that this ain't the this ain't the deal where he break the bank. This the deal where he goes from the stuff that shake change to the stuff that fold. <laughs> the next deal, if he's able to get the best teammates around him, is when he get the stuff that you store, diamonds and gold bars. So if he's smart, he's gonna say, "Listen." I know my value is greater here. I know I found a coordinator and a coach that believes in me, that I've earned their trust, and I'm just scratching the surface because this is the first year that I got real professional coaching. Right. So now let me go around here, give them less money. Let's get them something real friendly that we can in and out stuff, you know, backload it, backload it, so then we can redistribute it later. And let me go out and get the best teammates I can get so now my resume looks good because now my numbers are crazy. Right, instead of throwing for 15 touchdowns, if I go get a guy like Gabe Davis or T. Higgins because I've saved money so that they can go get it, now that goes to 30. So now next time I'm up, man, Daniel Jones is the truth. Jalen Hurts is the same dude that he's been since college. He's been a guy that's decent, but it always gets his spot ran by somebody that's better. You can see natural talent. Is he good? He's average to good. But everybody's saying, oh, he's an MVP. He's an MVP because his roster is an MVP. Let me ask you this. Because I I like the comparison to the situation with Daniel Jones. And I do think as much as if if you're an agent representing Daniel Jones, you are taking as much as you possibly can because that's what the market is set at, right? And you're I'm in you're in New York. No. That's what you know. No. The agent is doing that. But if you're Daniel Jones, you're looking at your situation and thinking to yourself, I've got to do something so that we can have success and then that money gets even bigger. That's a bit of betting on yourself. But no, let my, me ask you my, about my Jalen Hurts. Agent, my agent do that because I can put – see, this is, this is a beauty about – listen, everybody out there listening, this is why I can say what I say. And this is why this is the best place for you to go because nobody else really has this experience on air. Nobody was ever put in this situation, right? You can go to a dead – you can go to a place and, and get the bag and you can go to one of these places where careers go to die. Yep. And we will never hear from you three years from right. now. You'll be gone. Right. Okay. So, example, Exhibit A. I was an undrafted free agent. Mm-hmm. So, what does that mean? They own my rights for four years. Year five, I was a free agent. Mm-hmm. This is in Baltimore. In Baltimore. Right. I took a visit. The guy who discovered me, Joe Hortiz, who's up to become a general manager, it was Eric DaCosta, but it was really Phil Savage. All those guys have since become general managers mm-hmm. and all that stuff, right? He's the guy who discovered me. He became the general manager of the Cleveland Browns. So what did he want to do? He wanted to go get his prize possession. The guy he found, like, they were calling me Waterboy because dude literally found me in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> found me in Carbondale, Illinois, as he was on his way to go to the University of Illinois and stopped by on the way. You like that commercial. You know the commercial that they have? It's a, it's a hotel commercial. Yeah. And it's a scout, and you see him, like, you know, going in and out of hotels, just working. And then he goes to some field and he sees some kid and he's got all these X marks. Yeah. And then he puts a check next to that one. Yeah. The kid's drafted and he's like yeah. celebrating. You were that guy. Yeah. The guy said that he didn't listen. He he, he didn't. He said he had no expectations. Right. And he said he only came here because he had a stupid regional scout that kept talking about this guy named Bart Scott. Whatever. I won't bore you with the details. Let's get to the contract. Go. So they offered me at that time five years, $25 million deal. Right? I had only started for seven games. 
They offered me a five-year, $25 million deal. Cleveland did. Cleveland, which was a decent, was 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 a really decent contract back in the day. I think the highest paid player in the league at that time was Ray Lewis. He was $7 million a year. So, you were, yeah, you were getting fucked. So, my agent came to me like, listen, we can take this money, but it's Cleveland. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's Cleveland, son. Like, <laughs> you might hate life. Yeah. You know how you see guys at bad places like, I hate football? Mm-hmm. They usually have places like Cleveland, and back in the day, it was Oakland. That's when you went to, like, careers go to die. It's like they, they, Oakland, you, back in the day, before they even got to Vegas, was like Vegas. When you ain't got no more hits, and you still got a couple fans around, you go there, you get that last bag. <laughs> Warren Sapp did it. Guys went out there and had horrible years. Right. Right? So I was like, all right, nah, man. I signed my deal with the Baltimore Ravens. While I was in the uh, the facility with the uh, with the Cleveland Browns, and I only signed for fifteen million dollars for four fourteen point five for a three year deal, and this was the reason. I said I got a team willing to give me you know make me middle of the pack pay highest paid linebacker in the NFL, and I played started seven games. Ray got hurt. Matter of fact, Ray got hurt. I played ten. I started ten games. Mm-hmm. He got hurt six games. Mm-hmm. I had like hundred and ten tackles. I had like five and a half sacks in in ten games at middle linebacker. They're like, "Yo," I'm like, "If you willing to pay me this for ten games, where do you see me for a whole season?" Yeah. And where do you see me when 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 people are setting stuff up for me and they starting to count on me and they starting to put me in positions? Long story short, signed with the Ravens. Played three years. My first year made all made uh, all pro. My first year as a full time starter, all pro, and made Pro Bowl. I flipped that. Remember, I would have been in contract. I flipped that after three years to a forty eight million dollar deal with the with with the, with the uh, with the Jets. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to say is, Daniel Jones is smart. He's going to say this is my first time with a competent offensive coordinator. I had no receivers. If I can put up these numbers with no receivers, if I got a dude that can play dead in a country western, I should have better statistics. So I'll take this deal, this extension, for three years, knowing that if I ball out, they're going to tear that up. Yep. And then I get the bag back. See, this is the beauty about being a quarterback. I played 11 years. That's a relative, relatively a disappointment for a quarterback. They looking for fifteen, mm-hmm. so he might have that. De- he might have this extension, that deal, and another deal on the way out. So if I'm Daniel Jones, think that way, my friend. Don't chase the money because when you, you know what they say, when you chase the money, then you end up getting falling short. But if you chase the success, the money will follow. Chase the place where you can be most successful, and if that says you take, you give them a discount here. Guess what? When you give somebody a discount, they like you a whole lot. The pressure and expectations are going to be low. They're going to say, he's been a team guy. Look what he did for the team. So if I'm Daniel Jones, I'm staying put right here. And I'm making a deal. Whatever, man. You're the quarterback at New York Giants. You're going to get money off the field. That's right. You're going to get that money back. And then in two years, two seasons, you hit him over the head. That's when you hit him over. You hit him over the head. Well, you know you can, too, especially if you have that kind of success. Now, all of that, like that's the perfect way to break it down. It's the perfect way to explain it. And I think everybody now that has listened understands this is the place that Daniel Jones is in right now, and you're familiar with it because you experienced it as a linebacker. Now, as I said, an agent doing his job 
will always push, get the most you can, because anything can happen. You never know. Not my agent. That's what an agent would say. Now, how much control the player has the in the end has the control. And he could say, like you did, Yo. I'm not going like so it could be the Houston Texans could offer you this contract yes. that you want. Yeah. And it could push the Giants, and the Giants say, well, we're not paying that. You had a crap beat out of And you. now you go to the Houston Texans, and it's like, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah. Right? Like, the, that that's the thing, is there's places you can go to it's get the money. A ba- it's always a bag in Houston. But is it the best thing for you? Now, I also know this, that the Giants love Daniel Jones. Not just because – this year was a good year for him, love and, him and you discount. really started to see it. But the thing about Daniel Jones that, that John Mara loves the most is what we've always talked about. He is no drama. Yep. He is a lot like Eli in that way where you never have to worry about him. There's no issues and no drama. There's no nothing. He's just all about football, and that's it. He's got that kind of personality. Now, he's not as – Eli behind the scenes was a lot more bubbly and like energetic and stuff behind the scenes. Jones is not really like well, that. Eli was a killer because yeah. Eli made sure he got the bag back all well, the time. Well, Highest paid quarterback at all the time. No, no, so he was ferocious in the negotiating table. That's the Manning thing, though. Yeah. So that's Manning Incorporated, which yeah. is a completely other story. Exactly. But the point is is that that's what – and Steve Tisch, they love that the, that it's a homegrown guy. Yeah. That's no, important. No passive-aggressive stuff in, in the media. Nothing. No 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 leaks, no so stuff Mara, like that. So Mara, like, they look at this as this is our son. This is our guy – this is who we want, and they will take care of him. So there's no question about that. It's really now of, why don't we do this so we can now build this thing into something where we can be successful or not? Now, Steve Young was on the K-Show as he is each week, and he actually brought up, it's not necessarily what Joe Shane wants and what obviously the owners are going to want, but how about Brian Dable's input on Daniel Jones? If he saw enough growth and, and enough room to, to maneuver upwards, then I can see them leaning in. And But if he's seen things, they say, you know what, I've topped out, then I can see him leaning out. And that's just going to be a his call because we can watch, and even my you know educated eye for all the years that I played quarterback, you don't know the context for every read. You don't know exactly what he's looking at. And you don't know the trajectory. I know the trajectory was up and to the right for Daniel. It was a positive, positive season. But these fundamental questions of where's the ceiling what, and, and how far can he go and where can he take us, those are questions that he only he can answer. Now, the offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka, he, he is now up for several jobs. He's interviewed for several jobs, right? He ain't going nowhere. You don't think so? Nah. Why is that? And at the end of the day... Wait, wait, he, wait, wait, wait. Why did you dismiss that so quickly? He's not going anywhere. They offense, Brian Dable is really the de facto offensive coordinator, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we know that he's in charge. Why wouldn't, if you're Kafka, if you have a chance to get a head, head coaching job and... He is now getting second interviews. Okay, what what what's the uh, what's the the opening spots? He want to go to he want to go to Texans. He'll be back. He'll be back in a New York minute. He'll be back in. Well, a they New York don't. Minute. Yeah, the coaches don't last there because the team sucks. <laughs> right. Well, you take that job if you it's first bad, of all they're going to get a quarterback in the bad, draft. That's bad management. Don't you think they're going to get a quarterback in the draft? Sure. Don't mean it. Are they going to get Sam Darnold? Are they going to get Zach Wilson? Are they going to get Willie Part? Are they going to get Ponder? Are they going to get Jake Locker? Are they going to get Blake Boros? You don't know what court, just because you get one don't mean you're getting a good one. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be stuck with that one. Head coaching job still pays a lot. Like, it's still, you, you take them when you can get them. It does. If he's offered a job, he's taking it. Okay, then why did Domingo Ryan pull his name out of certain things? Because it's not about, you only get. Well, I think because he knows. On the max. He'll get. On the max, you get two chances. Right, through the cycle. You get to be a head coach once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get right. a second chance. 
Then so you, you become a coordinator, you're a coordinator again. for the rest of your damn life. Uh, that's right. Or you're going to college. That's right. So you better make sure the first one count. Okay. Make sure the first one count. Now, it's just because you could lose your OC. The Jets are still looking for an offensive coordinator, and you, I mean the names on this list now start to become. I, I mean, I'm I'm numb at this point. Like I'm reading these names, like okay, yeah, like, I think, well, I think whatever. I, they might need to get Cam Cameron off the count. <laughs> but you you could essentially have both teams looking for an OC. Yeah. Which, which job is more attractive? The Jets. Why would you say the Jets? They don't even have a quarterback. They got money, but they don't have a quarterback. They got money and they got more talent. See, this is the thing: we don't know how much talent the Giants really have because they're gonna have to make some tough decisions. They got no receivers. You can say you know Robinson can take it. He's a slot guy. Yeah, they don't have a alpha mm-hmm. like the Jets have alphas at every position. They got the better interior lineman and Quentin Williams. He's better than Dexter Lawrence. It still remains to be seen as Thibodeau's better than Jermaine Johnson. They got the better rookie receiver. They, in my opinion, they got the better running back. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Brees Hall. Yeah, I said it. So Bart Scott saying Brees Hall is better than Saquon Barkley. Of course. Why are you saying it so matter of factly? Did you see the kid play? Yeah, he was good. Did you see like Saquon ain't got that home run hitting ability? Saquon, them thighs don't get past them. Them, them thighs don't get the fifth gear. Them thighs go to one to four. Get there fast. They don't get there like Brees Hall. Did you see Brees Hall? Did you see cornerbacks like objects will will appear smaller in the review? Yeah, he he dusted like, he, he dusted get, a lot of secondaries. He gets from zero to a hundred. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's special. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to have a good running back that can run and get good yards and catch the ball, but his Brees might have Brees might be the greatest home run hitter in football right in, now in football. From the from the running back position, McCaffrey don't get there like that. Look at bro, look at the touchdowns that he had. What was the yardage? 40, 60, 30. Like bro, this dude changed. I haven't seen a guy hit top speed like this since Chris Johnson. Yes, when he gets there, of course. Don't he get there a whole damn lot? <laughs> What do you mean when he get there? We didn't see him for a whole season. That's part of the problem. We didn't see it evolve okay, because, okay, remember, it took right. a couple of weeks. Okay, okay. His first game, okay, he okay. looked nervous. Okay, better corner. Like, it took him a couple of weeks just to get going. Okay, but Then once he got going, it was like... Dude played six weeks, got offense player of the week, two, 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 week, two, two weeks in a row. Two out of six. And then he got hurt. Yeah. So, you know, that's... Okay, like I said. Breeze Saquon Barkley a, was rookie of the year. Like, okay. he was the best player. In the league, no, he's the best rookie of the year. Okay, and, and, but and, and Brees would have won among rookie, rookies. And Brees would have won rookie of the year if he'd have stayed healthy. He or Sauce, yeah, yeah. So, like, no, Garrett, Garrett might win well, it anyway. Well, Garrett, yeah, it's so, okay. I mean, they got three good rookies. And, and all, all they, all the Jets players are super young. They're babies. So when you look at the roster, I got babies. I, I still got people that that I can mold. Their defense was the best defense in the league, and it's all babies. Outside, outside of like DJ Reed is still a baby. Dude's only in his fifth year. Mm-hmm. Sauce is in his first year. Oh, yeah. Quincy, Quincy, Quentin is in his, what, fifth, fourth year? No, he's fi- fifth he year. Fifth, yeah. Fifth year. Mm-hmm. C.J. Mosley's the old man. Right. Johnson's in his uh, in his first year. Yeah. That roster, and they got way more money in the side. They got, well, I don't know if they have way more, but they got a lot of money in the salary cap space. So if I'm if I'm picking a team, I'm picking a team with, with flexibility. Well, I was going to say the reason why you pick the Jets is because you don't have a head coach kind of looking over you and your offense. You if you you sort of become an associate head coach if you take over the offensive coordinator position with the Jets 
because you don't have Sal is not going to be over your head. He's not going to be hovering around you. You want a name? You guys want a name? A name for offense coordinator for the Jets for the Jets that I feel like they haven't really paid attention to. Okay, this is the thing. You you don't tell me that in Kansas City that it's a big shadow being cast by the fact that they brought Matt Nagy back. Are you going to say Eric the enemy? I'm saying Eric the enemy or Matt Nagy, who has the title of the OC. If so, if so, if so, if, you, if so, if the title of OC is Eric the enemy, why would Eric the enemy leave Kansas City in the same job where he's he because, win another Super Bowl this year he, with Patrick Mahomes because, and go to the Jets? Because he will never get the credit. But what if? No, like no, that's I, a major I, risk. How does it? Wait, wait, wait. No, how did Byron Leftwich look once Bruce Aarons left, and he thought he was going to get the credit? You're right. He's unemployed. I understand. But if you come here and things don't go well, you, you, some, you, you at, the whole at, staff at, could be out at some point. And now he's nowhere. Or the offense can do well and they don't win, and he can become the head coach. Well, I ain't coming here if I don't know who your quarterback. If I'm the enemy, I don't come here if I don't know who your quarterback is, bro. You can't. I listen, can't take this listen, job if let, I don't know who let, your quarterback. Let, let, is. let me tell you something. The Jets offense, like you're already at bottom. They will think you can walk on water if you get this team in the twenties. <laughs> yeah, I. You get, get it. this team in the twenties, and here's the reason why you do that. Because at the end of the day, you're Eric the enemy. You can always come back and be a quarterbacks coach. You can always come back and be a running backs coach. But at what point are you going to try and make a move? That will allow you to be a head coach. You don't hear about Eric anymore. You hear about Kellen Moore. You hear about the guy Ben in in, in, in Detroit. Everybody's past him. So the page is turned. So now you got to put yourself back in the limelight. If you can make the Jets offense go, you're going to be in the biggest market in the world. You're going to get all the credit about coming and fixing it. And Salah's going to get all the credit for the defense. I just don't. All right. I, I, I think you. for Bienemy it's a risk. I think it, for I think Matt Nagy it's a jet risk because we saw him with two young quarterbacks and it went nowhere. What do you mean? Trubisky? Okay. What what what's the first what's the first young quarterback he had? The one after that? No, what's the first Fields. one? No, what's the first one he had? Don't tell me Mahomes. Don't do that. The first one Don't he do had that. was Mahomes. Don't all, do that. How, hold on, tell me That's this. why he got the job in my, Chicago. My point. That's how he got the job my in Chicago. Point. And then we realized, no, no, no. But here, but, that had nothing to do with you. But, but, but here, that was Andy Reid. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, no, no. Listen, he just didn't. He, Mitchell Trubisky, nobody can win with Mitchell Trubisky. Did you see what happened in Pittsburgh? They drafted him. I, that was, he was no, like. No, Matt Nagy did not draft him. Matt Nagy. He inherited that's Mitchell right. Trubisky. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's why. That's right. That wasn't so, his. So what that I'm wasn't, he is, wasn't part of that pick. My You're target right. is whoever isn't, whoever isn't listed as the coordinator. And I'm pulling up right now. Because listen, that don't think that, don't think that, got, that don't think that that is, is not a. A sore spot right now. Matt Nagy is lurking, and Eric the Enemy feels that. He came back to the position. So, listen, he comes back, and he's sitting over Eric the Enemy, but Eric the Enemy got the job as the offense coordinator when when Nagy left. But before, it was his job. So, it's just like, oh, this used to be my room. Well, it's my room now. Mm, I, I get that part. That I get. So, the names so far, and, I mean, the, the very top name that we have here is the one, of course, that – everybody just groans at, which is Nathaniel Hackett. No, nobody wants that. Clint Kubiak is another no. name. Chad O'Shea from Cleveland. He got fired twice. Why well, won't a dude that got fired two time, two years in a row? He got fired from Minnesota. and then Brian Johnson from the Eagles. He's their quarterback's coach. No. 
Mark, Marcus Brady from the Colts. Joe Brady from the Bills is the quarterback's coach for the Bills. Why would I want anything from the Colts? Did you see the Colts this year? Well, the one thing you might want from the Colts is a guy that you'd have to wait for, which is Frank Reich, which to me would be the the most logical hire to make. (sighs) Bless you. Thank you. Like, that would be the most logical hire, but you'd have to wait for it. But I feel like the Jets might have to wait anyway because you might have to wait to figure out your quarterback situation. Listen, Frank Reich, like maybe Joe Douglas likes Frank Reich because they was with each other in, in Philadelphia. But he's trying to get a head coaching job. Oh no, no, I, I didn't. I'm not saying you get him now. That's what I mean. You have to wait. You have to wait for the the head coach cycle to finish. So what's wrong? And Frank Reich to not have a seat. So we want to give. We want to give. Then I can see him taking this job. But what I'm saying is, for all we, the reasons what, you've laid what, out. What I'm saying is, we want to give Nathaniel Hackett a opportunity because potentially maybe he bring Aaron Rodgers. No, Aaron Rodgers is going to go where he he ain't making no decisions based on Nathaniel Hackett. I, I think it'd be the other way around. I think Rodgers, if Rodgers. Comes to the Jets, he can be his, he can be his quarterback. Then coach. he yeah then and he not Rodgers might say, but bring in Hackett and you hire as my him as quarterback, passing coach. game coordinator, whatever the hell you want to do. Right, that's how it works. I don't think it's Nathaniel Hackett and then Rodgers will say, oh okay, he's there, I'm coming there. I don't think that's how it works. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and. Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. The Nets just put out a update on Kevin Durant. So it said that his uh, the right MCL sprain that he's been out with reevaluated yesterday and they're pleased with his recovery thus far and he's progressing well and as expected that KD will continue to strengthen his knee and begin running and on-court basketball activities this week, scheduled to be reassessed in another two weeks. That brings us pretty much right before the uh, All-Star break. He might be available for like the last two or three games before the break. So 
you know, we, we might not see him till after All-Star break, to be honest. Which he's I don't know man. if we'll see him even in the All-Star game, which, by the way, I don't think he's ever played in an All-Star game as a net. I think he's, I mean, he's obviously been named to All-Star game. Yeah. I don't think he's ever played in one. No need to start. No need, no need to start now. I mean, why rush really, it? Really, he's an older player. You know, you, whenever you can steal some time off to be able to allow him to heal to finish strong in the second half, why not? Yeah. Like, it's not you, about all star games for nah, him. When you, need, you're, when you need him and the way Kyrie has played lately, you need him in April. Yeah. That's when it's going to matter because in the end, that's how he and Kyrie are well, going to be judged with this Nets team. Well, you worry about Kyrie. You know, when KD come back, you might want to do some load management for uh, Kyrie because well, remember, Kyrie's he, already been taking. He, he's taking days off. Well, give him more because he's a guy with the check engine light on. You 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 asking a lot of him right now, and he's a guy that's always one knee. He's a guy that's never played a full season. He was phenomenal against the uh, the Warriors late, and they got another win on that I, I, road see, trip. See, I, I think I think. Steph brings that out of him. Oh yeah, because yeah, no matter what, like this is this the thing he gets up for if, those if, games. If, if, if he would have stayed with LeBron, mm-hmm. maybe they got another one, right? Like you, Kyrie should be in the conversation for a best generational point guard, but he's not because he's such a head case and he keeps running around from place to place to place. But if he if he if he had three titles, you would have that argument. Who who error is it? Kyrie, because remember, Kyrie is the one who made the big shot. You can say whatever about the block and all that stuff. It was mm-hmm. Kyrie that made the, oh, yeah. made the big play. Yeah. And I feel like it bothers him because he doesn't have the resume as far as the, the wins, you know, especially now that Stefan got the fourth one. Yep. If he if, if he would have you know fulfilled their their prophecy with the with the Nets and won one or won two and they, they went through Golden State, then we'll be talking about him and that like we don't even we don't even consider Kyrie's a better player than than, than than uh, Steph. If we go back to 2015, right? Just go back to 2015, because we're already in 23 now. So we're eight years, right, since 2015. We're almost, at, like like I said, this is we're getting close to, like, this is a full decade. Who is the best player? Like, who, who has been the NBA's most significant player in since 2015? Probably LeBron Giannis. James is obviously the best player in the world that's still playing right now. Like that is inarguable, right? Well, but, no, but since he, yeah. 2015, you'd have to say that Steph Curry has yeah. been the the most significant NBA yeah. player. Because Kawhi kept getting hurt, so well, Kawhi had one and then hasn't really. Right, he's always been that guy that you're like when he plays. I'm like, oh, I, I think it's bigger news when he does play. Yeah, like I'd rather them not put him on the injured report when he's only when he's playing is when you should say it. Because yeah. other other than that, we all assume he's not playing. But like LeBron has not he's won one title right. in that, you know, since twenty fifteen. Now is and he's he's appeared in finals, yes. No, I'm sorry, he's won two. What am I saying? The Laker won, the bubble. I always forget that one because, you know. Because that one don't count to yeah. you. Yeah. But it has to be Curry, doesn't it? It has to be. Yeah. Most significant player in the NBA since twenty fifteen. It's an eight year span now. Yeah. I would say that this is just as much Curry's uh, era, era as no. it is, LeBron. I don't know if I could. Do, I, I don't. I can't go that far. Okay, I will. You go to eight straight NBA Finals. Yeah. Ooh. Come on, man. That makes that makes you the, that makes you the Buffalo Bills. No, nah, they only went to four. Yeah, that's equivalent. <laughs> so it's hard to go to four in the M- NFL. By the way, where's that dude that called us saying he'd shave his eyebrows? Yeah. Where is he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he called us from upstate New York. Yeah, we gonna find. And him. he was he was going on. He wanted you to <laughs> bet him. It didn't even last a week. Like three days, <laughs> they didn't even get to the championship game. Uh, um, all right, so 
we got the Knicks tonight against Donovan Mitchell at the Garden. And um, yeah, Mitchell is available to play, by the way. He's missed three games with a groin strain. They're always available when it comes to New Isn't York. Isn't that amazing? They got uh, help real quick. I think it feels better. I feel, I feel a lot better right now. But, you know, speaking of, again, the trade deadline's coming up. I don't know if there's anything there. We talked about this yesterday, and you really depressed me because you gave me like kind of a dose of reality about where they are. I tried and to you're give it right. to you a couple weeks ago. Well, here's the problem. Like when, when I'm so like focused because of all the stuff I do for MSG and I'm like really focused on them – like you're so, like, you're too close to it. But then what you did yesterday is you like kind of zoomed out, and you said, "No, no, no, take a look from here, Alan." And when I take a look from here, I see a team that 37 games to go, that has, uh, the hardest. This is true. They have the hardest strength of schedule remaining in the season, the hardest than anybody yeah. in the league, anybody. And they're without Mitchell Robinson. He's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Emmanuel Quickly is still listed as questionable, so they're missing another guy as well who's, who's helpful. Their defense over the last four games, these losses have been horrible. And now, tonight, I have to be reminded of what are they missing? Because like, that's what you said to me. Well, what are girlfriend. they? I have to be reminded, there's Donovan Mitchell, the guy that they could have R- gotten you, and you decided R- not to get. Yeah, R.J. Barrett, though. That's real flashy. Like having RJ Barrett, and listen, you, it's a place for RJ Barrett in this league. But having RJ Barrett is like saying, "Oh, look at this new Ford F one fifty I got." Problem is that uh, Barrett was your own draft pick, so? third overall. So highest pick you've made since Patrick Ewing. So who should it have been? It's what I'm saying is is that that as a franchise, you know, it's not as easy to just give up on that. You but, know, but at and this hindsight's point, 2020. But I, point, I was saying you know, in August, you're going to have to pay the price. You pay the New York tax, but for a player like that, for the star that you need, because right now, what the Knicks have become, and you made me see this yesterday, just giving me the aerial view of what we have going on right now. This is a team that the diehards are into because they're competitive. They're over 500. Jalen Brunson is a point guard you haven't had in forever. But if you go aerial view. What are they? They're a starless team that is mediocre, somewhat overachieving. Vegas had them at 41 and a half wins. That's pretty much what they're going to be. They, that's what they're going to be, which is a, a 500 team. So what are you? I, I'm telling you, the diehards, pay attention. But your surface fans who, when the Knicks are good and have a star, they'll come out and they'll be all about it. I think they're having a hard time Getting people excited about this team—it's nothing exciting. Nothing. Like, it's like if you if you're going to have a bad record or a mediocre record, at least be exciting. At least be like the card. Or, or just kids. have at least box be showtime. Off. Box office. Give me yeah. a guy that like you you come to watch every night because like that dude is he gonna do something. And they don't have it. They just don't. They don't have. This, listen, this how this how flashless this team is. They don't have a J.R. Smith type of star. Yeah, right. They don't have that other guy that you yeah. just like because he's notorious. Yeah, he just do crazy. Like he might go off a seven threes or crazy dunk. Let me throw this Smith. I'll throw a name at you. Well, speaking of notorious, what if they traded for Grayson Allen? <laughs> I saw a report. Why haven't anybody punched this dude in the face? <laughs> I in saw a, real a report. Way? I don't know if it's it's accurate or not, but because the name caught my attention, apparently, like uh, the Bucks would trade him for like if the Knicks were going to give up like Cam Reddish, which I find that hard to believe, but. It's a report, so I'm going to use it because the name caught my attention. Would Grayson Allen be a guy that New Yorkers would love yes. because he is just yes, because he gonna have dirty. a couple flagrant ones and twos a game. <laughs> like, 
Why somebody hasn't put them real paws? Like, fall, I would have fought him in a real way. Nobody has yet. I'd have fought him in, in a real way. Like the stuff, like the like stuff, Dame was going to do with Patrick Beverly the other night. Yeah, like when yeah. he literally tells him, yeah. I will bust your ass. I will." Bu-. He said it to him twice. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, Pat was like, <sighs> he did the right thing. He, he talked him up. Then what did he do at the Dame time? Yeah. Oh, the watch is broken. Like, yeah. Dude, Patrick Beverly's another dude that I would try to trade for. Why not? If you can't get stars, at least get, be interesting. Just, just get, get characters. Some, yeah, get characters. Be that team. Like the Memphis Grizzlies, I love them. Why? Because they don't care. They talk so much trash. They don't care who you are. Yeah, they almost, are nasty. Almost, almost got physical. beat up by Uncle Shay Shay. That's see, you're all about that. So they, I was on. They, they better realize what that dude got underneath that sweater. I was like, don't let that age fool you. That dude is a is yeah, an incredible yeah. hawk up under there. Now you were teammates, right? Yeah. You guys were teammates. No, no, not not teammates. No, no, we worked with each other. At CBS. He was the OG. He so left you the missed, year I got there. Oh, you missed yeah, him. Yeah. Okay, he went back to uh, Denver. So I was I was on it as I am each week on uh, Sirius XM NBA yeah. Radio with Frank Isola and Brian Scalabrini. I do it each week. I love it in the morning. It's a lot of fun. We talk hoop, and they were asking me about you and how you were about Sharp. Doing what he did, you know, getting getting involved, the altercation, all that stuff, yeah. and how you felt about it, and and I I remember you and I had talked about it, and I said that I almost feel like, you know, because it's it's good for their show, because it allowed him to now apologize for it on his show and get clicks and everything yeah. else. So I'm thinking I've got to get you at the Garden courtside, and have you trash talking like tonight, Donovan Mitchell, in his grill, like just yelling at him, saying stuff, yeah. getting them so. Hyped up that they're now like walking towards you, wanting to fight you. Yeah, and but, I think it'd be good for the show. But, but, would you do it? But if somebody fan, if somebody like father came from the side, no, that would be. A I'd bad have kicked look. his ass. I would have kicked his ass. <laughs> like, hold up, bro. You bet. Well, well, we know Donovan Mitchell's dad like, was for you, the you Mets. Be, yeah, You'd yeah, have a hard time with that because yeah. you love the Mets. You, you better stop this Usher stuff. Like you, you <laughs> let it go. Listen, everybody talked about uh, Levar Ball, right? Yeah, and how he's faded away. He's got his. Well, he boy. had to. His, he, but yeah. still, he got his boys where he needed to go. He spoke it into existence. Well, somebody talk to little fake Usher and tell him he not the star. Nobody <laughs> care about him and him standing up, bro. You ain't you ain't the show. Man, if I was Shay Shay, I would have put, I would have put the like Shannon. I would put my whole hand around this dude's face when I smacked <laughs> the hell out of him. I wish you would get your ass up. Really? I ain't even talking to your son. Why are you getting up in any type of manner? To say uh, anything to me when I'm in this when I'm in this zone. They made peace later. Yeah, I would have pieced his ass up. That's why I would have like, man, you don't, you better get your little R and B ass. Did up you out think here. that was dangerous though for 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 Shannon to do only because no, no that could cause like you don't know there could be guys sitting around you that are all liquored up that might oh oh you just open the door I'm coming out I'm gonna start no, fighting no, too. No, but, but here's the thing right it's one thing right if I'm sitting here trash talking I'm like oh he too little Brian Brian right yeah okay. But, but apparently somebody, a couple but, but, of them but, but, said something. Dylan but, Brooks and, and company yeah, yeah, when you said say, something to yeah, him that went yeah, too far. Right, and that's like, I'm a grown-ass man. Yeah. F me? Like like that? Like, pfft. bro, in, in my prime, I kick your ass. Kick your ass in my in my elderly stage. You don't want this, light bread. You better come on over here. Over here looking like Day-Day. I'll whoop your light bread ass <laughs> all up and down here. Forget the, don't let, bro. Understand, there's a difference between basketball and football players. Yeah. I will bust your ass and come over if you want to. And then, come on, man. Uh, little, little, little fake uh, Aquaman. 
You, I like Steve, your tall Steve ass Adams? up. I like your tall ass up, too. Did you see the security guard trying to hold him back? Did you see Shad- that did, did you see the trap? That Shad- looked like back? Chris Farley. Like, his hair was... The guy actually ficked his hair <laughs> at one point. Like, he was trying to push him back, and he kept... He was, like, moonwalking while he was trying to push him back. <laughs> man, did, man. Like, those are big human beings. Listen, Shay Shay, did you see Shay Shay? Did you see... Like, whenever you watch a football player and they get jacked up, Watch how they they shoulders flare up like a like like oh, yeah, yeah. like 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 a like a cobra. Yeah, he everything because, went back because that chest was yeah, out. You wanna know what that is? What? That means he's cocked. That means he's loaded. That means at any point, like see, like you walk to a basketball player, like basketball players are used to like dribbling the ball. Mm-hmm. If you walk up to a ba- football player and you try and touch him, like just naturally they gonna like they, hand, hand fight. Yeah, yeah. They, they used to smack smack the blocking yeah, and, and all that and, stuff. And then it's yes. coming. Yeah. So when I saw that, I'm like, oh, he flared up like a cobra. You know, I have a cobra about the bite. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Like they arch the back. Man, come on, man. Uh, 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 would have whooped that ass. What'd you think of the cardigan, though? More importantly, uh, no, that was, that was listen. That I can tell that was an expensive cardigan because it was so messy. It kind of looked like, oh man, can I tell you something? Like, the worst thing that I you want to tell us on the other side? Yeah, you got a good story. I'll tell you guys. No, I'm just tell you guys the worst thing. No, because it, it, it ain't even worth a whole other side. All right, the worst thing I've seen in my life. Two movies in my life where I said I'm gonna ask Jesus. When I, when I die and I'm going up to the upper room, I'm going to ask him, can I have that time on Earth back? So, one was the Wild Wild West. Mm-hmm. I wanted to fight my nephew because he asked me to take him to it. That's how bad that movie was yes. with uh, Will Smith. Will Smith, yep. The second movie I saw this week. House Party might be the worst movie I've oh, no. ever seen. If I see LeBron in the face, I am going to take some, 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 some hair wash and I'm going to wash the black fake stuff out of his head and expose his bald spot. That was the worst. Like, stop touching stuff. Stop doing our classics, man. That was the worst move. It looked like he got every Instagram famous person on 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 the gram and said, "Hey, want to be in a movie?" The worst movie, the worst script I've ever seen in my life. Eight hundred nine one nine. You feel me? Seven seven six. Oh, I finally got his attention. Nah. Jacob's with you on this one. Jacob woke. Nah, he's Nick like from Cold Spring, New he York. Didn't even get no cookie when he took the girl to that. She's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not. I didn't laugh. In the- in the Super Box giveaway. Again, stay tuned for the Michael K. Show for your ne- next chance to win. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Let's get to Jose in Brooklyn. Jose, what's up, man? How you doing, guys? We've seen better days. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I definitely understand that, Bart. And the one thing I wanted to pretty much get call in about was because I definitely agree with both of you where you're seeing the Knicks got the bird's eye view. And I kind of saw this from the beginning of the season, which is why I feel like the shock and awe is kind of a little unnecessary. We, we, we knew what the roster was. But my issue is, is that, like, this denial phase of – Randall not being a detriment at this point because he demanded the ball and continues to dribble, dribble into double teams. And it's costing Barrett, Barrett from developing to who he needs to be at and Grimes from who they need to be at. Where every time we, we talk about it, it's like, oh, my God, it's like we're talking in the light like he's Carmelo Anthony or Patrick Ewing. No, I think it just goes there. It's just that they don't have – and thank you, Jose – they don't have – stars right so they don't have they have good they have a couple of good players but i just think that they're missing something and you you said something we were talking before off the air just about them and 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 certainly and where they are and it's just there's just a reality to it they don't have a star and they're you know they're not i mean there's there's no star available for them to get so what are they and where are you going i mean that's legit what this is at this they're point. a rudderless ship they're well, I would say rudderless just, because they're just uh, – to me, it's like they they are just floating along. Yeah. But not – But, not in but there's other ships way ahead of them. Yeah. <laughs> and they aren't – they can't catch up. Yeah, they, they, they're riding a wave. Everybody else has a motorized Right, they got engine. a sail. Yeah. And everybody else has a motor. Exactly. You know, at least that's who you're trying to catch. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why when I was talking about, man, if I can move Julius Randle, if I can start getting rid, you got, you got to do it over. This group's not going to do that, though, because it's the, they're married to him. That's their guy. And it, they need to be competitive because they don't want to go backwards and then they'll lose their job. And now you're starting all over again. That's the problem. But you are stuck lose, in a dangerous well, place. They're, they're going to lose their job if they keep, like, finishing where they're finishing, too. You want to <laughs> die slow, you want to die fast. Mm. It ain't going to change. Yeah. Like, at some point, Dolan's going to be like, man, this is going nowhere. Like, well, I'm when watching, it starts affecting the bottom passing. line is when uh, me, if I'm an owner, once it starts affecting the bottom line, if I've got no sizzle happening, if I'm not getting anything out of this group, uh, yeah. I, I, I need to figure it out. Because you, you, you don't in think- this league, if you're, not, if you're not a team that can compete, you're nowhere. The crazy thing is they don't even got cap space and they ain't got no stars. Mm-hmm. How you got cap space? Well, because you gave $100 million to th- the three players. My point. Yeah. That's money bad spent. That's like spending money for a kitted up Audi. Hey, bro, you know if you didn't put this kit on, you could have got a Ferrari, right? <laughs> kitted up oh, Audi. It's an A10. <laughs> Super fast. <laughs> like, man, it's an Audi. I hear you. It's clean, though. It's an Audi. Mm-hmm. Or it's like buying a supercar Maserati. Isn't it Audi? Audi. Come Did on, you, man. You think it's Audi? Audi. It's not Audi? It's German. Like Snitzel. Like, you know, people say Audi 500. You know, like that's the, the old saying from back in the day. Audi? I'm like Audi, Audi? Audi, yeah. Like I'm Audi 5. I'm Audi 500. Yeah, yeah. I'm Audi, Audi 5. That sounds like with an O, Audi. I know you're from, you know, Audi. you're it's from Audi. Detroit. I don't think you guys know what Audi 5, you know, I'm Audi 5. Like that's what well, we used to say. you think they get built that? 
they didn't get no. built in Detroit. I'm lying. <laughs> Eight hundred nine nine three seven seven six. Subparts one. We'll get to your calls, and also again the the groundswell. Now we started it yesterday talking about Aaron Rodgers and would the Jets want to be all in on this? And and remember, Mike Tannenbaum said yes, all in. Yeah. Now some other experts around the NFL are also saying. This is something the Jets should pursue. Plagiarizing. We'll let you know what it might cost. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.